Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Prepare yourselves, get ready. Tell your neighbor, I've got backup. Say it to somebody else, say, I've got backup. Say, you may not see it, but I got it. I got backup. I got backup. I got backup. God is doing a new thing. The father chose to do something new in Joseph's life. Joseph was one of many brothers, but the father favored him, and he gave Joseph a coat of many colors. Now, that's an extravagant expression because to have all those colors back then spoke of value, prestige, and wealth because to get the dye and the different colors for the linens, you had to have a little piece of money. So he didn't just get him a blue coat. That would have been like, you got the money for blue dye? He didn't just give him a purple coat because that would have been like, he gave him a coat, many colors. Somebody say extravagant favor, flamboyant favor. Live, I speak flamboyant favor over your life. I said, I speak flamboyant, more than enough, more than enough. More. You don't need six cars, I know, but I got it. Flamboyant favor. Never be ashamed of the coat the Father gave you. You got gifts that other people don't have. Don't hide it, but don't be arrogant about it. Because it ain't you that gave yourself the coat. Are y'all hearing me? Don't be arrogant, but don't hide it. I honor God by displaying what he gave me. I honor God by using the gifts he gave me. It's not showing off. It's honoring God. He gave me this gift. I mean, he gave me this coat. Why am I going to keep it in the closet? Because every time I wear it, people get jealous and they talk about me. <laughs> if people talk about you because of a certain thing, they don't like you, period. Because you don't just stop liking somebody because they did something. There was a seed of dislike in you anyway. So I'm glad I did it so it can expose that you were never for me in the first place. Now I can get on with my life without you. People don't just stop liking you. If they love you, they've been loved you. If they hate you, they've been hate you. That don't just turn on and off like that. So don't get upset when people turn jealous on you. They've been jealous. I know this hurts, but it's true. <clears throat> hate, they don't just happen. They don't just happen overnight. They love you, love you, love you, and then one thing, ugh, they hate you, and they talk about, they, they didn't like you the whole time they was rocking with you. So for some of y'all, I want to speak for you. This is you. I'm glad I made the mistake. That's the wrong side. I'm so glad I messed up. I'm glad I did the wrong thing. I'm glad I offended you because I needed to see where you are anyway. And you'll never see who your friends are until you offend them. Ooh, it got quiet early I live. You don't know who the real ones are. Not going to the movies, not liking the same food. No, when you offend them, the real them comes out. 
Look at your neighbor and say, let me offend you real quick so I can know who you is. Get on your friend's nerves early so you can see who's for you. Because I ain't got time to wait three years and find out you never like me. Okay? I don't got time to waste. If you don't like me, I need to know now so I can move forward in my destiny and not tied to somebody dysfunctional. Actually, neighbor, are you for me or no? Joseph's dad gave him a coat of many colors. Then the brothers stopped liking him. They was always jealous. Some of your jealousy you might find in your own house. I'm not turning you against you. I'm just, just the Bible. If it happened in the Bible, it must happen in somebody's life. Some of your hate you'll find in your own house. And I don't mean brothers and sisters, but your family, cousins, aunts. How you doing, niece? Whoa. Last 4th of July, we was cool. I came up this 4th of July, and you got an attitude. Did you like me last year or no? People love you as long as you under them, don't they? <laughs> he done got a coat of many colors. He said, brothers, I had a dream. I'm going to be over y'all. What did they do? Put them in a pit. Because some people can only handle you under them. Y'all don't want to hear this. <laughs> Never mind. <clears throat> be careful. I, I like accountability. I like that. Check me. Make sure I'm good. But be careful of the people who always point out what you don't have, what you didn't do right, how you could have did it better. Yo! You're only comfortable with me in the pit. And be careful. Oh, I got something to say, babe. I don't know if they're going to like this. Be careful of people who, oh, this might not make sense. Be careful of people who only encourage you when you're down. But don't celebrate you, okay, when you're up. You got loud downs and silent ups. The devil is... You ain't encouraging me. You're just happy you're above me in this moment. I'm good when I'm down. I'm good when I'm up. They get all this encouragement when you're down and out and you think they for you until you come up. And there's a silent celebration. They put you in their stories, but not the main page. They, never mind. <laughs> I just tried to get the young people real quick. Y'all, excuse me. I just wanted to get them. I'm all in your stories, never on your page. I don't like silent celebrators because you're loud haters. They threw him in a pit. His cousins came and bought him. Now he was locked up, slave in the prison. Well, actually, I think from, from the pit, I think he went to Potiphar's house. Is that right? All right, I got some help. Somebody read the Bible to my right. I don't know about this left side, but the right got the Bible. 
This is Genesis 37, y'all, okay? 38-ish, all right? 39. Genesis, okay. So now he's in Potiphar's house. He's a, no, he's not in Potiphar's house yet. Yes, he is. Yeah, I got it, I got it. Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with him every day. Tried to sleep with Joseph every day. Joseph's like, nah, no. I said it Wednesday, I'm going to say it again. He said, no, no, I'm not sleeping with you. I'm not doing this. Your, your husband made me master over this whole house. This whole, I'm not messing this up. First of all, I got a vision that I'm going to be Lord over all this. And if that didn't happen yet, I can't afford to make a detour and mess up with you on this level. And I ain't get to that level yet. Y'all quiet. If you got a vision, it's harder for you to sin. It's harder to mess up if you got a vision. Because I can't fool around with you right now because I got somewhere to, y'all quiet. Tell somebody, I got somewhere to go. I can't mess with you right now. I might enjoy it for a few minutes, but I ain't got time to detour because I see something more than just this moment. Tell your neighbor, see beyond the moment. People who don't have a vision, sin easy. Any temptation, you just do it because you don't see anything beyond the moment. It's more to my life than, than some lips and hips. Now, that's just me as a man. Y'all, preach to yourself. That's my message. What's y'all sermon? It's more, to, it's more to my life than just that. So you got to learn to see beyond the present temptation. Your vision should be stronger than your temptation. Can I rephrase that? Your vision is stronger than your temptation. We just often choose the weaker. Are y'all hearing me? I got 18 minutes. So she kept saying, sleep with me, sleep with me. Joseph's vision was on fleek. Nah. Because I want y'all to know, if she's part of his wife, like the Lord over like a, a providence, a province, however you say it, excuse me. If he's a look... That means the wife ain't ugly. If he's like a pharaoh, that means she's stunting like, I can't walk like a woman. Y'all know. She's stunting. Like, never mind. She look good. But your vision got to be stronger than what looks good. Your vision got to be stronger than what may feel good. You mean your vision can't outlast a feel-good moment? I know I look like I'm talking to y'all, but it's a big mirror I'm talking to, okay? It's, a bit, it's me. The Lord is speaking to us, not y'all, okay? So I know I'm saying you, you, but it's how I'm hearing him tell me, okay? You got that? You're like, somebody's speaking to him? I knew he had an earpiece. I knew he had an earpiece. His vision was stronger than temptation. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. One day she put everybody out the house. All the workers out the house. Go, go. Everybody out the house. Whoa. Joseph come in. He clocking for work. Hey, Craig. Craig. Nobody in the house. She come floating out in her Victoria secretions like, Joseph. She ain't even walking, just gliding like, what in the world is she walking on? She said, Joseph, what's up? 
Joseph said, I, I told you I'm not doing this woman. And he ran and she grabbed him. I always thought she grabbed him, but she never grabbed him. She grabbed his coat. She grabbed what's on him. Uh, the Lord sent me to tell you the devil don't got you. He got something on you. Good God Almighty, he ain't got your mind. He just got something on your mind. He, he ain't got your heart. He just got something on your heart. And if you want to escape the claws of the enemy, all you got to do, y'all quiet, is take it off. Look at your neighbor and say, shake it off. Y'all not loud enough for me. Say, shake it off. When he had a coat of many colors, his brothers threw him in the pit and snatched the coat. <gasps> but the coat wasn't a favor. It was an expression of favor. But God told me to tell you, the Lord told me to tell you that what you lose in one season will teach you how to let go in the next. I wish Liv was here this morning, baby. I wish Liv was here. I don't know where they at. What? You thought you lost something in one season? It was a season. It was a lesson on how to let go. They can't take from you. You're a child of God. Nobody can take anything from you. So if you feel like, I'm sorry, let me calm down. If you feel like something's been taken from you, it's a lesson on how to let go. Tell your neighbor, you can't take from me. I heard a bishop say, anytime you steal from a believer, consider it a seed. If you steal from me, I just sold into your life. And you ain't even know it. Tell your neighbor, you ain't even know I just blessed you. You think you're being malicious. You think you're being vindictive. You think you're being evil. But all you doing is getting my, I'm just sowing into your life. And you don't even know that I'm going to reap from you stealing from me. Good God Almighty, thank you for taking from me. Now I sow the seed. Yeah. What you lose in one season is a lesson on how to let go in the next season. So he's... Letting go the coat. She took the coat. He's like, oh, well, I know how to let go because I was stolen from in the last season. I don't hold on tightly to the next coat because the coat that I held on to was stripped from me. It was a lesson on how not to hold on so tightly. If people just leave your life, you shouldn't have held on so tight. Oh, I know y'all don't like that. But she was my bestie. Was. But we used to... Used to. Look at your neighbor and say, it's over. <laughs> Used to. Was. Sober. He let that coat go. And all you got to do this morning is let go the thing that the enemy has his hands on. I don't know what it is for each and every one of us. It might be a relationship. It might be a habit. might be whatever the enemy has a hold on that's connected to you, connected to you. It's not you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
Because certain things can feel like it's you just because it's on you. Can I get real deep? This jacket ain't me. It's on me. Can I go deeper? These suspenders ain't me. It's on me. Can I go deeper? This shirt ain't me. It's on me. Can I go deeper? My undergarments ain't me. And my socks, it's on me. Can I go deeper? This skin. This body. Y'all got quiet, I don't know why. This body that I am in is not me. It's on me. So don't let your flesh tell you what to do. No, I bring my body into some... Your body ain't you. It's on you. You're in there. It's too confusing. You're in there. Take care of your inner as much as you take care of your outer. Because your outer ain't you. It's just the vehicle you are in. Would you wash your car more than you wash your body? That's what we do. We take care of our outward flesh more than we take care of the real us. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. So you had to exist outside of your belly experience. Oh my God, I'm about to run up and down now. Before I formed you, in your mother's belly, before I gave you a body, before I said that's a woman, before I said that's a man, before I said that's a mother, before, before you had a body or a form, before I formed you, I knew you. And that scripture means very intimately, intimately. When the Bible says I knew you, that speaks of intimacy, like a married couple consummating marriage. So God said I knew you intimately. Woo, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So when God said, I knew you intimately, that's almost like, oh, never mind. I don't know how I could say this. Y'all know what I mean by intimate, right? Or like, intimate means close, but you know what I mean by, okay. So before, <laughs> you're like, we got you, we got you. Don't go further, Pastor, we got you. Before I formed you, I knew you. We was, mm, we was intimate. That's why everybody is born, I believe, with a longing for God. Because let's go natural. I hate to be vulgar. Oh, God, how can I say this? Your first experience usually hooks you. <laughs> that first soul tie, it's hard to forget, Gerald. If you were a virgin until you met Gerald, you're with Quincy now, but it's hard to forget Gerald because he was your first. When you were born into the world, you already had a first. God is your first. That's why when you know everybody wants God, everybody's looking for him because he was your. <laughs> yeah. Let me get off that subject, making y'all uncomfortable. So Joseph took off the coat because it wasn't him anyway. Be ready to take off anything that's not you. Attitude, bitterness, stress, depression. Get ready to just take off anything that ain't like you. And you're made in the image of God. Is God depressed? That don't belong to me. Is God stressed? 
that don't belong to me. It's God's fault. It don't belong. If I'm in his image, whatever's not like him don't belong to me, even if it's on me. Let me get off this subject. I'm boring, y'all. Gets out of her clutches. Says, man, I ain't messing with you. She lies. Because she's offended. How are you not going to sleep with me? I'm, I'm the Beyonce of this kingdom. How shall you deny me? I'm every woman. It's all in me. Anything you want now, Joseph, I do it naturally. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> How you going to deny me? She's so offended, she hates him. She hates him so much, she can't just keep it personal. I can't believe She has to lie on him. You know hate overflows when lies come out. When they lie on you, they hated you for a minute. Y'all, boy, y'all, I wish y'all was here, Liv. When hate overflows, it comes out in lies. Because first of all, they know they can't stop you. Because you're, oh, never mind. Joseph tried to rape me. Here's his coat right here. I got proof. What? Put him in jail. No, wait, I didn't, wait, I didn't do it. That was a pretty good scene right there. Stop playing. We are in church right now. Everybody's in church. Joseph is in jail. God told me to tell you. Don't seek to justify yourselves in this season. Joseph was lied on, but like Jesus, he ain't say nothing. Don't seek to justify yourself in this season because I'm setting you up. That's what he told me. If you knew where Joseph went from the prison, you will be happy he got thrown in there. He got lied on, but if he would have justified himself, he would have missed his promotion. I'm trying to, oh, everybody that know the Bible, I need y'all to praise right now, because everybody don't know the story, and I'm trying to, if Joseph would have justified himself and got out of trouble, he would have got out of destiny. What if trouble is on the journey of your destiny? What if pain is on your path to Purpose. I was trying to find another P. What if? But if we run from pain and justify ourselves and we're always right, we'll never be where God needs us to be. Ooh, I'm just don't seek to justify yourselves this season. Study to remain silent and quiet. I feel the real Holy Ghost in here today. Study to show yourselves. Study, study to be quiet. Study to be quiet. We got to study that. We got to study that because we just. Uh-uh, no, I didn't. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. No, no, no. What happened? What? She. Oh my. You going to do that? For real? Diana, you going to do that? Dirty Diana, you going to do that? For real? He didn't justify himself, so he got in line with his purpose. He's in jail. He's interpreting dreams. The baker, the cook. Everybody's in there having crazy dreams. He's interpreting it. In jail, after being lied on, 
He's in there unjustly, but on purpose. <laughs> Where you at right now, it might not be fair, but it's on purpose. I feel. It might not be fair, but God said, I'm setting. Tell your neighbor, it's a setup. I got a plane to catch, but I wish I didn't. Tell your neighbor, it's a setup. Now the king has a dream. What's going on? Oh, I remember a guy in jail who interpreted my dream. Go get him. I remember a guy where? In Maitland. I'm sorry. I remember a guy where? Jail. In an unfavorable place, favored. They went and got him out of jail. He interprets the king's dream. I see seven fat cats. Cow, seven skinny cow. What does that mean? Keeping me up. Oh, that means you're going to have seven years of plenty, seven years of famine. That's what that means. <gasps> Thank you. That's the dream. That's his gift. But his gift did not promote him. He said, here's what you should do. In the seven years of plenty, store up. Look at your name and say, store up. Store up in seven years of plenty, so by the time the famine comes, we got enough to spare. He said, that's a good idea. Joseph said, yeah, you should appoint one of your elders or somebody over it, because, you know, I don't have to go back to jail, but you should, you should appoint somebody over that. Take care, king. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Wait a minute, Joseph. Uh -huh, yes. <laughs> Why don't you be over it? Well, I thought you never... Y'all quiet for some reason. He done went from prison to a prince. I need y'all to get ready in prison to be a prince. Get ready in prison to be a princess. In the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, where I am is not who I am. <laughs> I wish Liv was here today because they would have screamed right there. Where you are is not who you are. So he got elevated, ladies and gentlemen, because he had a plan. We have many gifts and giftings, but we don't have plans. And we're never promoted. We're always right here with our gift, with our gift, with our gift. I can sew. I can draw. I can sing. I can, I can do business. I can administrate. I can organize. I can, and we just stay in the place of our giftings. And we get excited every time a door is open, like, <gasps> <gasps> Because your gift makes it don't promote I got it. your gift does not promote but it it makes room and brings you before the promoter <laughs> so if you got a gift great but you don't come up unless you have a plan so many believers got the Holy Ghost, but no plan. Okay, I, and I know it's quiet on that note, and I'm not trying to hurt y'all feelings. Or not. You need a plan. Promotion is attracted to plans. Provision is attracted to vision. So we're going to stay broke, stay on the same level, and wonder why. I'm singing every week. You're just going strong in your gift, weak in your plans. Have you ever seen celebrities? And you're like, what do they do? They're not even talented. Yeah, but they got plans. Little talent, big plans, success. Big talent, little plans, 
home. Enjoy your living room and renew your Netflix subscription. Gotta have a plan. Men, you gotta have a plan. Thank you, one man in the whole church. Men, you gotta have a plan. Ladies will rock with you if you got a plan and show it to me. I got it, Chantel. Chantel. If you got a plan, the ladies, I don't got it yet, babe, but this is what I'm gonna do. In three months, I see, whoa, okay, so. Okay, because she's, Uda, excuse me, she's anointed to help. Because God said, I'll make a help. Y'all quiet. I'm going to make a help me because it's not good for man to be alone. So she's already in your life with the anointing to help you. But if you ain't doing nothing, she ain't got nothing to help. Every man say, I'm going to do something. And I ain't talking about basketball, football. If that's you, do that. Do that. And ladies, you got to bring something to the table. Well, now the men's screaming. <laughs> ladies, you got to bring something to the table. You ain't got no plan for your life but to get married. Like that's on your vision board, just a ring. Most ladies' goals is to get married, as if the man is going to take it from there. If you don't have a vision, how, if you don't have a plan, how can you help me? You got to bring more to the table than lips and hips. You're not taking care of your mind. You're not taking care of your career. You're not taking care of your education. You're just taking care of your body. And taking care of your lashes, and taking care of your mani and your petty, and you're learning the cha cha, you're learning the cha cha, you learn. Talk about my hips don't lie. Yes, they do. I thought it was more to you than that, but it ain't. You feel me? We don't need you to have everything downstairs and nothing upstairs. All right, I'm sorry. So thank God for His grace. Action neighbor, what's upstairs? Most people got the same thing downstairs. <laughs> when I start lying, y'all can boo me. It's the truth. Now, all ladies ain't like that. I'm just saying, ladies, be fair. You be amazing, hook up with somebody amazing, and y'all build an empire. That's how it happened. And the empire might just be your house. Just letting you know that too. <laughs> That's the hardest empire to build, your home. Businesses are easy. Got to bring something to the table, man. So he had a plan and he was elevated because he had backup storage. I was talking about I got backup. I was going to talk about one more thing. My time is up. That was practical. Back up. Store up something. In your years, what, how do you want to be financially when you're 75? Boy, I'm 16. This is the perfect time to think about that. Because if you start planning for the 75-year-old you, by the time you're 25, you're 16 now, I'm planning for 75-year-old you, your 25 you is going to be See? Woo! Ha! Woo! Ha! Do it! 
never set your future up but you and God. So you're going to be look back, you're going to look back, oh God, this is what we do. Ten years later, mad at everybody that didn't help you. Tell your neighbor, help yourself. I think that's very important for us to know. To back up and store up things as we live. My last point, and thank you all for coming and living with us this morning. Somebody say, I got back up. We talked about Ephesians Wednesday night. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all, stand. It says, take unto you the, uh, uh, the breastplate, of breastplate of righteousness. My heart is right. Breastplate of righteousness. My heart is right. My emotions are right. Loins gird about with truth. Loins speak of cravings. It's time for you to crave the truth. I know it's quiet because it's not normal. Loins, my cravings, my appetite. I long for the truth. Because that's the only thing that's going to set me free. And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make and set you free. It's time for you to crave truth. And not gossip and swiping up and down. World star, and I love you world star. Shade room, and I love you shade room. But that's not all there is to life. Why is that all we long for in our loins? And then you think when you get older, gossip is less. But gossip gets more as you get older. Because you just, you don't go out much. So you just talk about everybody who's out. Just, <laughs> did you see them? You think once you get older, that's too petty. No, you, 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 they gossip more when they get older. Because they don't go nowhere. Take your aunt out this week. Help the culture. Take your grandma out this week. Just get her out the house. And she said, she'll love it. <laughs> your loins girt about with truth. Feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Helmet of salvation because we're transformed by the renewing. You can talk. Of our minds. We're transformed by the renewing. Okay. Helmet of salvation. Shield of faith. Sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Out of all the armor, there's only one offense, and that's the word. Everything else is defense, 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 defense. You ain't got, you can't, can't touch this. All that cool. But you can't fight back if you ain't got no word. I'm glad that situation didn't take you out because you quenched the fiery darts of the enemy with your shield. But you got to learn how to fight. Well, thank God you can fight back with the shield too. So that's like a weapon too. You need offense as well. You need a word and you need faith. Out of all of that, there's no armor for the back. Did y'all notice that? Maybe not. In the Roman, in the Roman where as Paul was talking, he, Paul is in jail writing this. So all he sees is soldiers. Just walk, all day, every day, just see the soldiers. Say, put on the helmet of salvation. Put, put, put on the breastplate of righteousness. Because all he's seeing is soldiers walk back and forth. But he never saw any armor for the back. Why not? Why in the armor of God, the almighty God, is there no armor for the back? In my closing, I want to submit two things. And if you heard it Wednesday, I need you to shout louder than those who didn't hear it Wednesday. 
Thank you. <laughs> Two reasons why there's no armor for the back that I believe. It's not in the Bible, but I just believe this. Number one, you are not created to run from anything. Oh, y'all missed it. I thought, I thought at least my Wednesday night would make a little bit more noise. You are not anointed. You are not wired to run. Look at your neighbor and say, face it. Don't run from anything. You're not even wired. You're a child of God. You don't even know how to do that. David ran towards Goliath. That, ain't that crazy? Everybody, every soldier was scared of Goliath. This clown runs to him. Because he's not a clown at all. He didn't take Saul's armor. He said, I can't wear your armor because I already got armor on. David had on armor that Saul couldn't see. Good God Almighty. I can't wear your armor, Saul, because I already have on the whole armor of God. You're not anointed or designed to run from anything. Whatever you face, you're going to win. I'm going to say it again. Whatever you face, you're going to conquer. The challenge is not the challenger. The challenge is will you face it? The challenge is not opposition. The challenge is will you face it? Diabetes. Why are you? Okay, diabetes. I got a name greater than that. Jesus. situation I face I win I got the the I said every situation I face I win I got the the say every situation I face not every situation I have that songwriter is good anymore God is good every situation you face you win. You have a lot of problems. Which one will you face this week? Which one will you attack this week? Oh, never mind. Don't run from anything. Number two is you're a soldier, but you're not alone. You're in an army. So your back is uncovered because your neighbor's supposed to have your back. Whew. I love that point so much. I love saying it. Your back is wide open. Because you're supposed to have my back. God left our backs open, vulnerable to force trust to our neighbors. So it makes you take into account who's rocking with you. Because my back is open. I got to know who's rocking with me. I got to know who's standing with me. I got to know who's friends and who's a son. I got to know because my back is open. And all my arteries are right there. You know, my kidneys, my, 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 y'all. My vitals are vulnerable to you. I need to be able to trust you with my vulnerabilities. God said, Moses, I trust you. Where's that, where's that in the Bible? When he said, get behind the rock and I'll show you my back. That's God saying, you know what? I trust you. I trust you to see what's behind me. It's open. My back is open. My friend John Gray said it this way. Jonathan loved David so much that he gave Jonathan his, he gave David his sword. Jonathan gave David something that could kill him. 
You know you got a covenant relationship when you can give them something that can hurt you. I'll give you information that could destroy me. I'll tell you a testimony that can shame me. If I'm vulnerable enough to give you something that can hurt me, that means I trust you. If your friend ain't share nothing that can take them out, they don't trust you that much yet. And don't force it. Don't go after church. Let me tell you, the sister pastor said that. Let me tell you, when I was 14, don't, do, don't start. Let it happen in Jesus' name. <laughs> but I know I can trust you when I give you a sword that can kill me. When I give you information, a story, something I did wrong, something that happened to me, an idea, a vision, a plan that I got. When I give you something that can take me out, that's total trust in you. You need people in your life that got your back. Because your back is open. Look at your neighbor and say, I got your back. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.